This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hello, I'm Charlotte Kent, Editor-in-Chief of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Thanks for joining me for MMWR's weekly briefing for the week of August 8, 2022. This week, we'll be transitioning from focusing solely on COVID-19-related information to covering updates on other important health topics, such as monkeypox, polio, and opioid use. In this episode, I'll discuss findings from five different MMWR reports, ranging on topics from CDC guidance for preventing severe COVID-19 illness to post-COVID conditions among children and adolescents. I'll also discuss a new report that sheds light on hepatitis C treatment among insured adults and then spotlight the characteristics of monkeypox cases in the United States. The first report highlights updated CDC guidance for the prevention of severe COVID-19 illness. COVID-19 continues to be a serious public health threat, but high levels of immunity and the availability of treatment and prevention tools have made severe illness, hospitalization, and death less likely. To help people understand how to protect themselves from serious illness in this current environment, CDC updated existing guidance. CDC recommends a strategic approach to minimizing the impact of COVID-19 on health and society that relies on vaccination and therapeutics to prevent severe illness, use of multi-component prevention measures where feasible, and particular emphasis on protecting people at high risk for severe illness. The risk for medically significant illness increases with age, disability status, and underlying medical conditions, but is considerably reduced by immunity derived from vaccination, previous infection, or both. To know your risk for severe illness from COVID-19, consult CDC's list of conditions that may increase the risk and use your COVID-19 community levels to decide which protective actions to take. Protect yourself and others by staying home when sick or if you've tested positive, getting tested if you have symptoms or have been exposed, getting recommended vaccines and boosters, wearing a mask when recommended, and improving ventilation. For people with weakened immune systems, Evusheld is recommended to prevent COVID-19 before exposure. If you've been exposed to COVID-19, watch for symptoms and wear a mask around others indoors for 10 days. Test five days after exposure or sooner if you have symptoms. Take extra precautions for 10 days when around people more likely to get very sick. If you test positive for COVID-19, stay home and isolate. People at high risk for severe illness should talk to their healthcare provider. If you experience no symptoms and are fever-free for 24 hours in isolation on day six or later, everyone should wear a mask through day 10 or use two antigen tests to decide when to stop wearing a mask. Avoid people at high risk of getting very sick. Everyone should take steps to protect people at high risk for severe illness, including therapies like antiviral medications and monoclonal antibodies. Incorporating actions to lessen the impact of COVID-19 into sustainable practices for the long run is critical for society and public health. The second report looks at post-COVID conditions in children. Post-COVID conditions, 
also known by many as long COVID, are new, recurring, or ongoing health problems occurring at least four weeks after being infected with a virus that causes COVID-19. Previous studies have estimated the rate of post-COVID conditions among adults. However, data on post-COVID conditions among children younger than 18 years of age are limited. Using a large medical claims database, post-COVID was assessed among nearly 800,000 U.S. children aged 0 to 17 years with COVID-19 who presented for medical care. During March 2020 through January 2022, Investigators found an increased risk of four symptoms and eight conditions following COVID-19 among children and teens. Children who had COVID-19 were at higher risk of experiencing certain conditions, including blood clots, heart conditions, kidney failure, and type 1 diabetes. Many of these conditions were rare or uncommon in pediatric patients prior to the COVID-19 pandemic. COVID-19 prevention strategies including vaccination for all eligible children older than six months of age, are critical to preventing COVID-19 and subsequent illness, such as post-COVID conditions. The third report examines hepatitis C treatment among insured adults in the United States. More than 2 million adults in the United States have hepatitis C virus infection. Left untreated, hepatitis C can cause advanced liver disease, liver cancer, and death. Hepatitis C is curable in more than 95% of cases. People who test positive for hepatitis C should be treated with direct-acting antiviral medication. Treatment rates are low overall and vary by age and insurance payer. Even among insured people, only about one in three receive timely hepatitis C treatment, and this is even lower among people with Medicaid. Receipt of antiviral treatment was lowest among adults younger than 40 and Medicaid recipients. Medicaid recipients were 46% less likely to receive treatment than those with private insurance. Medicaid recipients of races other than white were up to 27% less likely to get timely treatment than white Medicaid recipients. Eliminating insurance restrictions and expanding the number of primary care doctors Treating the infection can improve access to treatment. Healthcare providers, insurers, policymakers, and public health professionals should work to improve access to treatment for all people with hepatitis C. The last two reports highlight the characteristics of U.S. monkeypox cases and provide interim guidance for the prevention and treatment of monkeypox in people with advanced HIV infection. On August 4, 2022, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services declared the monkeypox outbreak to be a public health emergency. After the first case in the United States was detected on May 17th, health departments and CDC implemented enhanced monkeypox case detection and reporting to guide response efforts. A new investigation found that among U.S. monkeypox cases reported to CDC for whom data was available, 99% occurred in men and 94% reported recent male-to-male sexual contact. Although some cases in this report had more typical symptoms of monkeypox, 42% of people did not report symptoms typically seen early in the course of illness. These included fatigue, muscle pain, chills, headache, or swollen lymph nodes. Rash in the genital region was common, 
Some racial and ethnic minority groups were found to be disproportionately affected. Black and Hispanic people, who represent 34% of the U.S. population, accounted for 54% of monkeypox cases. The proportion of cases among Black people has been increasing. Close physical contact with any person with a rash consistent with monkeypox or exposure to contaminated materials, such as towels and bedding, can result in the spread of monkeypox, regardless of gender or sexual orientation. The next report highlights the prevention and treatment of monkeypox in people with HIV infection. Men who have sex with men are also disproportionately affected by HIV. People with advanced HIV infection or who are not taking antiretroviral drugs might be at increased risk for severe disease if they get monkeypox. The antiviral drug, ticoviramat, is the first-line medication for the treatment of monkeypox, including among people with HIV. No identified drug interactions would prevent someone with HIV from taking ticoviramat with antiretroviral drugs. Pre- and post-exposure prophylaxis can be considered with the Genios vaccine. Although there are little data about monkeypox in patients with HIV, prompt diagnosis, prevention, and treatment might help prevent adverse outcomes and limit the spread of monkeypox. Thank you for joining us for this week's briefing. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. To stay up to date on the latest MMWR reports, go to cdc.gov MMWR and subscribe for free to have MMWR delivered to your inbox. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.